Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web. And my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How's it going today, bud? Going good. Actually got a lot of work done today. It's been, it's been a very productive day. Yeah. A bit done the last few minutes, too. Nice. <laughs> Did it start to snow up there yet? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. My, my son sent me a picture from Alaska. He's living up there now. Apparently, there's, there's I can't remember the name of it, but it's some kind of dust and it's basically the first snow on the mountains that you see is the indicator that within 30 days it's going to be snow on the ground in Anchorage. So they saw that just over the weekend. This prospector's dust is what they call it. Um, so they get the first snow in the mountains in Alaska. So he's he's counting down the 30 days. Wow. Such a beautiful area. It, mm-hmm. it must be pretty amazing. I, I would love to live up there for a couple of years. I wouldn't want to live there forever, I don't think. But then again, you never know, I guess. I'm going to visit him next spring, or actually as soon as the fall happens, so I'm looking forward to the trip, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to go up there and, and uh, experience it for a few weeks and then see how it goes. But, but I, I just think it would be a real immersion, a different, oh, yeah. a different lifestyle, you know? That's pretty maybe, cool. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to swing by Victoria on the trip and say hi. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Are you, um, uh, how is he enjoying it? He loves it. He never wants to leave, which is, and I lived there when I was a a young boy. I was like third grade. I lived in Anchorage and he literally lives like a mile and a house from the house that that we lived in when I was in Anchorage. So it's, it's not a big town, but it's uh, beautiful. Cool. Well, (laughs) here we are. We're talking interest. I like this stuff, but I guess we should uh, keep this off the show. So hello everyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We want to start with something that I just, I love this stuff. Um, Google always keeping us on our toes. Um, and this time it's, uh, well, they're trying to solve death. <laughs> That's how time made it sound really dramatic. But essentially they're trying to extend human life's lifetimes. Now, now personally, I, I, I would have been surprised if this didn't come up because they, they, they hired Ray Kurzweil. I mean, Kurzweil is like yeah, the biggest fanatic in the world when it comes to living forever. I mean, he has a troop of doctors just looking after him. Well, you've heard about his Singularity, the book he wrote, The Singularity Project, The Singularity University out in Europe. That's all based on his stuff. Yeah. And the guy takes, like, literally, last I heard, and maybe it's changed my mind, he literally takes, like, five to 600 different vitamins every single day to try to keep himself alive to the point where technology can, can heal anything that he might get that would kill him. That's his plan. Yeah, well, it's it's actually quite. He's quite an in-depth dude. Um, <laughs> there's a very good uh, documentary on him that talks yeah. about how he's 
Oh. He's absolutely over-infatuated with bringing his father back to life. Yeah, he is brilliant, too. There's no, no doubt that the man is brilliant. It's just his focus is a little, um, how, do you, how do you say, uh, um, not the normal focus that most people have. <laughs> He's a bit eccentric and, yeah. and megalomaniacal, I think. But, yeah, but I, I guess I didn't realize that he went to work for Google. That's very interesting. Yes, yeah, he's their, uh, their I don't know, something like chief of innovation or something. Uh, he's he, big. He's, he's got a crazy brain, so he can come up with stuff that's totally uh, Google-ish as far as being outside the box and, and, and changing the world type of uh, focus. I'm Absolutely. pretty sure he's he's one of the drivers behind their... Um, their, their um, don't say driverless car because you just said he was a driver. No, no, no. <laughs> Trips behind the building their um, uh, artificial intelligence. I mean, that's his yeah. big thing too, right? So the guy's well, a there, genius, yeah. There's a great quote from, it was either Larry or Sergi about innovation in Google. They don't, when they when they create new products, create new things, they, they do not want to just make it better than it was. If the, Their goal is to take an existing, like email, you know, when they did Gmail, their goal is to make whatever exists now and make it 10 times better. It's the 10x philosophy. Whatever they create has to be 10 times better or more innovative than what existed previously, which is a really interesting philosophy. I've used that myself sometimes when people come to me with ideas, and it's just a slightly better, and I, and I say, look, this has to be a whole lot better. It's got to be, you know, in order for us to take the time and the energy and put the resources towards it, it's got to be 10 times better than what the last thing was. Mm-hmm. And it's a great philosophy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that'll scare a few people off. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, yeah, well, I, I I just think this is pretty cool. I mean, it, they're you know between that and aren't they also trying to send someone to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were doing something like that anyway. But uh, not I, that I know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's pretty interesting, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it and definitely reading the article on it. But. Uh, the next piece of news is about, um, uh, yeah, it, 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 depending on how you look at it, it's it's news. It's, uh, it's about death again. What are we doing on the show today? Come on. Yes. <laughs> it should be our Halloween episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this one's uh, uh, some news from Webmaster World that was reported on by Barry Schwartz on Search Engine Roundtable about a Google Panda, uh, a victim of Google Panda, uh, the Panda update, and uh, how he has spoken of his experience being close to suicide because he'd put too many eggs in the basket that is Google. And uh, essentially, he, he, he couldn't pay his bills. Everything was going to hell. And uh, obviously, he was in a, uh, I would say, delicate state, to be fair, because you know he definitely uh, took it pretty hard. But, uh, you know, I, I've been there where things look pretty bleak when things get tough. And, um, you know, I can... I, I, I guess I'm a little more uh, understanding of what he's gone through, but I also you know, I have to agree with you. Your, your, your feeling's quite different, though, right? Well, see, you know, I've had friends that have been deep in depression because of things. I myself have been deep in depression because of things that happened to me, but I have never, ever, ever, ever considered, you know, taking my own life or ending it because I couldn't cope. And to me... That's just not an excuse, and, and to blame something like that on an algorithm shift, it, to me, there's there's just something else going on, and and you know that that person's life has other issues other than this. To me, that if they can't 
look at things and say, okay, let's figure out a way to get out of this. Instead, we're going to look at things and figure out, I'm done, I'm quitting. That's that's just not the way. I personally believe people like that, and, and I'm sorry, but they're losers. It's just not the kind of person that makes any sense to me. I just don't get it. Okay. Well, I think that's harsh, but I, I, I know, I know you do. But it's just my own personal view. I, I, I just think that uh, um, I think you're making a good point there. Uh, that there's obviously other things going on. Fair enough. You know, we're not going to yeah. get into all this. Let's talk about what really is basket, right? There's other yeah, things. Can... I was going to say, yeah, that's exactly right. Let's talk about what really makes makes sense out of this article. Is that that. You know, you cannot do that. Like you just said, you can't put all your eggs and your eggs in one basket. You've got to diversify. You've got to be able to have your. If if he was in these dire straits because he was relying only on Google traffic for his business to support his family, that was his first mistake. You've got to have alternate sources, alternate backup. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely not. Yeah. So you know, uh, there there are varying ways you can diversify. Uh, you definitely should consider other search engines, and that may not be requiring you to do anything. Because you know, if you get a good ranking in Google, generally you're going to do okay in Bing and Yahoo. Although it's not quite as clear cut anymore, but it, it certainly seems to be a fair start. Um, but you could always focus a bit more on Bing, a bit more on Yahoo. There's social media. Uh, there's targeted content outreach. So in other words finding different uh, blogs where you know different segments that could be good target markets are, are reading and either do a sponsored post uh, or uh, try to become a writer for that blog or for that, that news, that magazine. Uh, become a writer for uh, one of these e-magazines. I mean, just go on and on and on. There's a lot of different things you can do that'll build the kind of traffic you need to be consolidated. I, I, I for one, I think this is, I, 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 even, I know how ironic this is. I never. I don't focus on SEO at all. <laughs> I got a bit of it going, obviously, but um, I'm mostly getting my business through uh, word of mouth, um, being in the right places, uh, talking about what I do and, and how people can help themselves. Uh, it's really about being out there and being an expert in what you do, and and there are a lot of places you can do that. And Google should only be a portion of that. A small portion, even. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I actually saw, and I know this is kind of a little bit off, but it kind of ties back to how we've talked a number of times about the term SEO is not a really good description of what we do anymore, and just focusing on search, whether it be Google or all the engines, can get you in trouble. There's so many more things that the impact getting results for clients, getting results for yourself online. That if if you're just focusing on search, you're you're definitely putting yourself at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the, your main tip today from SEO 101. Don't focus on SEO only. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I read I read an interesting, um, who was it? David Harry on the SEO, the, the dojo he does on Facebook. He linked to an article um, that was just just total crap. Um, but it was fun to look at all the responses about, about this article in, on his Facebook page. But anyway, in the article, they talked about something called search marketing integration. And apparently it's a, t- a new term that's popping up here and there. It really describes integrating social and SEO. And my thought, and I posted this in the thread, was 
why in the world does it have to be search marketing integration? Search is already the, limit, the, the, the thing that makes me hate the term SEO because we do so much more than search. Why does this have to be search too when it's mostly how to combine social with search? And I thought, well, what if, what if they changed it to organic marketing integration? And that, that could be a, you know, a phrase or a descriptor that I could get behind you know, talking about what we do. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll do that from now on. Organic. Can we, can we, can we change the name of the show to OMI 101? It just doesn't quite sound the same, you know? I, yeah. All right. OMI 101? <laughs> OMI. Yeah, and we could, we could get George Takai to say it. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so on that note, let's take a quick break and we get back. Or we're going to uh, hit some lighter notes here and also uh, some great uh, questions from some of our listeners. Oh, my. <laughs> 101. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom. On demand inside the search engine optimization channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. 
Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So uh, next on the list here is uh, about Google. Uh, shocking, I know. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, it is not a lot to this, except that it's a bit of a heads up on what's to come. You know, they love to F with us all the time. And uh, this one could be good, could be bad. Uh, but essentially what they're doing is they're trying to get rid of the old cookie and go with a new t- technology they're calling Ad ID, uh, ADID. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's supposed to, again, make um, advertising more private, like the, the information that's kept, so it's going to anonymize. Well, it's not, it's not, I don't think that's the reason they're talking about it, because we actually I had a, like a five-minute briefing on this this morning by our audience targeting division, and two things to make note of. One, this is something that's been leaked out of Google, so there's no real confirmation that this is actually something they're working on. I know we, we, there was a quote from a guy from Google, but this information has been completely leaked. Um, it, who knows how accurate it is from that perspective. Second, if it is accurate, and, and this is something we're working on, the reason isn't privacy so much. No, as, I didn't say it was the only reason. But yes, no, no. But, but but what's happening is cookies on the internet as a whole are very very broken. So because of all the different platforms that are coming out now, mobile and, and just so many things that are changing, cookies are very inaccurate. Cookies are not working the way they used to a few years ago. It's a system that's very very broken. So the the the, the organization body W3C and the, the other body and I can't remember the name of it right now that works on these kind of problems and tries to come up with standards have been working for almost two years to figure out how to come up and fix the cookie problem, right? The, the fact that cookies are broken and they cannot do it. They have not made any progress in the last year on how to fix this. So basically the, the thought is that Google is just deciding not to wait and to come up with their own solution to, 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 to fix the cookie problem. Um, and whether they're, what they're doing, how closed the system is going to be, if it's just going to be them, if it's going to be an open system, nobody has any clue. It's all rumors at this point. So yes. Your advisor read, read the article well. <laughs> yes. Essentially, that's part of it. The other part was that there were some re- relatively interesting concerns about uh, the fact that you know um, Apple has already uh, – uh, proprietized um, the the tracking mechanism within their uh, their systems, so there there's a little concern from the rest of the ad community. Even though Google owns a third of the online marketing dollars that go out there, which is crazy, but they do. That's it, only a third. Yeah, well, that was a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though they do, they don't want obviously for a proprietary technology or tracking mechanism to be owned by. You know, to, to take over. So they're a little concerned about two of the main technology companies owning these technologies. Anyways, yes, uh, what I found really, really annoying and a little just bizarre was that, that this really lame quote was the only thing they could put in there that had any kind of structure. And the quote was, I don't know what the problem was saying it, but techno- technological enhancements can improve user security while ensuring the web remains economically viable. 
We and others have a number of concepts in this area, but they're all very early state, all at very early stages. Google spokesman Rob Shilkin said. He declined to comment further. Wow, that was huge news. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, and, and, and it's really the only reason they made any comment at all is because. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Somebody had leaked some information. If it wouldn't have been for that leak, they wouldn't have said anything. You know, and, and this is one of the things that, you know, you know, Google's working on all kinds of crap in the background, and this is one of them. I mean, they're working on how to do search for computers without screens, so there's lots, there's tons and tons of stuff they're working on, and what actually makes it out and, and, and actually becomes a viable, usable product, probably a very small percentage of the stuff they're working on. So if this is one happens, it happens. If it doesn't, if it wasn't for that leak, we would have never even known about it. Yeah, but you know what? Ad ID sounds perfectly logical based on their normal naming mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I I think there's a lot of I think there's some real belief to this. It makes yeah. sense to me. And if they do something like this, and if they make it Android-ish and make it open source so everybody can use it and figure out how to use it and modify it and do things to it, fine. If they make it a closed proprietary system, it's just not going to work. And I think they're smart enough to know that, but you never know. Well, you know what? These are the pricks that. Uh, Decided to block keyword referring data. So, um, oh, but you can get that now. How? How? See, see, we're going to learn something today. So, well, I mean, uh, there's the way to, to tell by the page that it's going to, but no, I mean, no, still, no, you don't know you, for sure. No, no, you can get it directly from Google. So, what happened about two, three weeks ago? Google came out with a new report within AdWords that actually combines um, impression data from organic search and paid search into the same report. You do not have to be an AdWords advertiser to have an AdWords account and see this report. This report does, includes all the keyword data that you don't get in analytics that's, that is not provided. As not provided. Ooh, so I did learn something. Thank you. Yeah, so if you, go, if you go into AdWords, you look for the new combined report with organic and paid, you can get those keywords. Oh, I just love how they're making this so easy. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's like, let's put AdWords in front of their face every day so eventually they'll use it. Well, <laughs> it, it, so, if anything, this makes me even angrier because it, it's bold face making it obvious now that, that they, uh, they're doing this and yet they're being yeah. effing hypocrites. I'll, I'll see. I'll see if I can find the article that Danny wrote about it. But he said exactly the same thing. He says like, this just proves that they didn't have to take it out of analytics because they're going to give it to you anyway, but only for through AdWords. He's, he had the same exact position. It's like this, this is not this sanctimonious privacy crap. This is them being greedy bastards. <laughs> exactly. I just want to lose my mind here. Yeah, I'll find the article and put it on the Google Plus community. Oh, swear words are just lining up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Make me so mad sometimes. Um, <laughs> they, they really shouldn't get away with this stuff. In, in any case. Um, that's good. Actually, I was in a conversation today with someone who said, what is the 60% not provided? And I had a good time telling him and, and, and sharing my feelings <laughs> about Google. <laughs> it was you, you, need re- you need to record those rants and like 
put them like in front of a photo s- slideshow of the Googleplex, you know, on a video on YouTube and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, each of the things that drive me freaking nuts about <laughs> Google. <laughs> my. Yes. Well, you did. Did you, just say, did you just say, oh, my. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> We're going to have to get George Takai on the show now. You know that. Yes, we you. should, really. really. <laughs> Although you did it so well, I just thought it was him. <laughs> okay, so George Takai aside, uh, there's uh, a, a question here from uh, uh, Eric T. Actually, it's not a question. It's more of a request for a topic, and that's site siloing. Now, I know we talked about it before in the show, but I guess you never really called it uh, one of the main topics. Um, do you, do you just want to do a quick recap of what site siloing is so that we can clarify it for Sure. And I, I think we can take this back, the actual terminology of siloing. I believe Bruce Clay was one of the first to use it many, many years ago. And the idea is that you you, you organize the, the, the navigation and the structure of your site so that let's let's – Let's give an example. Let's say you have a site about selling shoes. and your top navigation, you have tennis shoes, dress shoes, high heels, and slippers, right? So that's your top-level navigation. When you click into tennis shoes, you now have a, a secondary navigation that talks about the different types of tennis shoes or price points. And so that silo of tennis shoes is all the information about tennis shoes is one section. So you still get the other sections from the top navigation, but that secondary navigation is what creates that silo of content all around one thematic topic. Um, does that make sense, Ross? Is that a good way to explain it? Yeah, yeah and that's actually why... Uh, when Jim Hedger and I and a bunch of us in, in, in-house here created our version of siloing. I think we all did it at the same time. Anyways, um, we call it theming. But yeah. Theming. Yep, theming, is, theming is, is used a lot. Siloing is used. Um, you know, just simple as creating topical sections on your site. It's all kind of the same thing. Yeah, so essentially, uh, Eric, essentially when someone goes into that particular, or when the search engine, let's just say the search engine goes into that section, there's that much more clarity about that top that that, that, that section is about that topic, but these shoes. Yeah. Whereas and, and, in some in some sites are don't know this, and they're putting in all of the sub navigation on on every page, and it 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 it, it dilutes yeah. dilutes yeah. The, the actual content theme. And one of the reasons it helps is because when you look at that secondary navigation, you know, and you think about internal anchors and, and internal passing of relevancy from page to page, if everything in that same silo is all relevant to each other and all the pages linking to each other are all relevant and they create this this little you know, section on your site that's all relevant to each other, each of those pages build on the strength of the other pages from a relevancy standpoint, so they end up doing a little better in search. <laughs> I just thought of a really fun but lame um, uh, analogy. It's kind of like webbed feet or webbed toes. Each toe is a a theme. And then the webbing is just those little links in the main navigation that you go from each to each. Absolutely. That's the the perfect description. That was really lame. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm touched. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, let's take a quick break and we get back and get some uh, other great questions. <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Are your online campaigns getting more clicks than conversions? Then you need to sign up for Conversion Conference East 2013, happening September 30th through October 2nd in Boston. If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you ought to be at Conversion Conference East 2013. Discover why Conversion Conference was selected as one of 2013's must-attend conferences by under 30 CEO and why over 900 leading companies send their marketing teams, web designers, and executives. What's more, webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 10% discount on their pass. Simply register online at conversionconference.com with promo code WMFM or click through the Conversion Conference banners on the webmasterradio.fm website. Wouldn't it be nice to invest less and convert more? See you at Conversion Conference East 2013 in Boston, September 30th through October 2nd. Sign up with promo code WMFM for 10% off registration right now at conversionconference.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. It's time to get fired up. Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Cartup, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., and the brilliant <laughs> uh, idea guy. <laughs> You, you know I kid. You know I kid. But it was, it was, it was, well, there's a reason was, I led with this is funny. I'm just agreeing with you. That's all. <laughs> so I'd like to get to a couple of the questions that have been sitting in my mailbox for a while. I'm sorry about that all. Um, but uh, And also let you know, as you probably have, can tell, I had to switch headsets. We had a bit of a problem with the last one. So sorry to all those people out there that, that tend to notice these things. In any case, uh, Eric has asked, uh, he said, you said you preferred Moz and something else in terms of tools, but I couldn't make it out even though I rewound it a couple of times. Um, and uh, he, said he thinks it's the U.S.-Canadian language barrier. Well, thanks. But 
Yeah, I have problems with that myself sometimes, so I understand. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, ahrefs.com. That's A-H-R-E-F-S.com. That was the name of the uh, site that I was talking about, and I use that for uh, our link uh, reviews or downloading links and, and such. It's, it's great. It's a good – it's a really, really, really it, great. Is, is that a free site, Ross? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the so tools you, aren't. Neither is Moz. Yeah, Moz isn't, and then the the one I use for links is Majestic SEO. I've um, been using that one for a while. I'm just wondering if that was a free one and good, I might give it a shot. But if it's paid, I'm going to stick with Majestic. Yeah, yeah, I I like uh, Ahrefs uh, a little more, but then again, I haven't used the Majestic's changed a lot over the last year, so I don't know. I haven't used it for a while. Yeah, a lot of updates uh, there. I'm good. Okay, well, the next question is. Uh, uh, this is from Rebecca. She's wondering if submitting new sites to Google to crawl is still a good practice. I'll let you take that one, John. Um, if you have a new site, yes, absolutely. But the odds are pretty good if you have a new site, Google is already crawling it um, from a news perspective. If trying to, a, lot of, a lot of companies try to get into Google News that aren't really news sites. But um, these are not news sites. New sites. Oh, news sites. Well, news. So we'll talk about news sites, and then we'll talk about news sites. <laughs> so if you have a news site, make sure, you know Google's probably going to crawl it already, and, and you should. You can do the same kind of um, site colon equals with your domain to see if you're getting indexed in Google News. Now, news sites. Um, it's it hasn't been a really good practice, you know, to submit a news site to Google for a long time. I mean, you can, but the the idea is that if you submit it and they crawl it and you don't have any links, it's not going to get indexed or, or ranked anyway. The best way to get it crawled is by getting links created pointing to your site and letting Google naturally find it. Um, XML sitemaps help, but again, you have the same problem of if you don't have any links going to your site, you're not going to get ranked or indexed very well anyway. So the idea of submitting your site to Google to crawl is, is kind of a moot point these days, in my opinion. You know, yeah, and from a purely uh, technical standpoint, it seems odd that, you know, if Google could tell a site is brand new and someone submits it, and they can also tell that it's got good content and it doesn't seem to be breaking any of its guidelines, you would think they'd give it a shot in the rankings or give, you know, see how people react to it. Why? Um, well, because they want to give new sites potentially great content. They don't know, right? Because so, the theory but, is you can't get links until someone sees it, right? So but here's, here's the question. There's 150 mortgage sites out there. You open a new mortgage business, so it's a legitimate site. Mm -hmm. Why should you get better rankings than these other 150? You know, when you're brand new, you know, I mean, I think the aging, the aging piece is a valid, legitimate piece of the algorithm, and that gives the time for links to mature. It gives time for the, the site and the content to mature. Um, I think you need to be a bit more mature, if you're, especially if you're in a crowded competitive space before you um, start showing up in, you know, high in the rankings. That just, me makes, to me, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, I'm not it, saying that they should stay there by any means. I'm, I'm really just thinking out loud here, but I, I thought it would be interesting, like, because really, it's chicken before the egg, right? How can you get links if someone can't find your site or doesn't see it? So, so I guess see, that and that and that to me goes to the point of I've said this many times. I'll keep saying it. Link building is dead. 
And links are still important, but link building is dead. What we need, I have personally stopped using the phrase link building in business when I talk to people. I call it authority building. Because authority is really the goal of links is to give you authority, to give you that presence. And But now it's not just links. It's social mentions. It's citations. There's a lot of things that go into authority building now that instead of just links. So by what you were just saying, how can you do well if you don't get links? There's other ways to get your site noticed. Well, no, know, no, no, I'm not saying doing well. I'm just I'm going based on what you said, which is that without links, you can't get anywhere. I, I'm quoting, quoting you. That, that's true. <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. Throw it back in my face. I deserve it. <laughs> I yes, do. you do. Um, that's so, so, <laughs> so submitting your site, if you don't have these other things that constitute authority building, such as social mentions, um, citations, links, any of those things that, that, that help you um, derive and build authority in search, you know, submitting your site's not going to do you any good. Yes. You know, putting it on an XML site map is not going to do you any good if you don't address the other pieces of the algorithm. I mean, having a there's there's two here's here's a great way on this. So there's two basic steps to getting your site indexed. One, it has to be crawled. Google has to find it. And once they find it, they put it in a queue, and then once it gets down through the queue, then they analyze it. And then when they analyze it, they, pl they apply all those different features of the algorithm to figure out where you should rank. Submitting it is just that first step of helping them find it. So there's many, many different ways they can find a site. And we talked about last week, they even, they, they're even now um, using just, just the text of your domain. Even if it's not a link, they'll, they'll identify new sites through that. So there's tons of ways for them to find your site. But once they find it, they still have to apply the algorithms to it. And if you don't have all those other pieces, you're not going to do well. So submitting it is just like, you know, okay, here it is. They found it, but now you still have to deal with the algorithm. Yeah, and we should clarify or at least reiterate the fact that that's not a bad thing that you're not doing well right off the bat. I mean, you're starting. You have to, yeah. you have to build from something, right? So, yeah, it's uh, not going to hurt you at all. No, well, I'm just saying, you know, it's not a bad thing that, that – you're not doing well, quote unquote. It's it's you're you're brand new. Yeah, you got to work you got to work your way up. And uh, mm -hmm. and from listening to our show, you will learn how. <laughs> <laughs> For twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, unless you really listen closely, and then your head will explode. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> that was actually pretty impressive, considering that was just a one line basic question but it's yeah. you know what it, it had a lot to it so thank you rebecca and it, it uh, allowed me to throw something back at john which really made my day yes yes <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just leave yourself so open sometimes no sorry. i'm just I'm, sorry. I'm just i'm just going for you i'm always very literal and i ask I, I act off what you say. I should catch you more often and throw them back at you, you more. I'm going to do that. You, sh you should. I deserve it. I do. I feel bad when, when you know, I can zing you sometimes and, you know, I wait for it to come back. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, good. Uh, I'll make an effort. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, feel free to post any questions or anything you'd like on the community page at uh, Google+. Plus. So you can just go to Google+, and type in SEO 101, and you'll find us in the community area. Lots of people there, over 1,300 uh, members, which is great. Uh, lots of great questions and a lot of people helping out others. So thank you, everyone. Uh, you can also catch us every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.